three, two, one, and we are live. Um, I don't know why that extra bass <laughs> is required every time I start the uh, episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Baby Bed Podcast. I am Sandeep Rao, and this is what happens. I look at this fascinating bit of technology in front of me. Um, one captures my face, one captures my voice, puts it together, and you get to experience my thoughts, my prayers, my opinions, my frustrations, and whatever I decide to do on this particular thing. Uh, visually, uh, in an audio format, it's mind-blowing. It's just crazy how technology is simply fantastic. And uh, I shouldn't have just had a big gulp of water before starting. I've got like these water burps. What am I? I don't understand the accent. Suddenly you go into like English, like Indian English, like Aussie English, like water and then proper. Uh, sorry for that. I'll try to stay consistent with the accent that I present to you on the podcast. Of course, hello to all the newbies. Thanks for uh, joining me. Uh, if you've been watching the other episodes, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the comments and I appreciate the feedback, there's been absolutely none. That's why I appreciate it. Uh, I think since the first person who mentioned that, why do you curse so much? It was one of those chi moments. Uh, there haven't really been anything um, in the form of negative criticism. But don't worry about it because I'm my worst critic. Um, what's been happening? It's been a weird week and it's been a crazy exciting week because if any of you follow uh, some of the posts I put out, I just got those new glasses. This will interest anyone out there listening or watching right now who's visually impaired. They're called the Envision AI glasses. Um, very, very sweet team of people based out at The Hague. I told you about The Hague in Amsterdam. Remember that fucking mistake? The Hague in the Netherlands, they put out those glasses sometime at the end of October. They shipped the early bird orders. And uh, I got the glasses uh, on Saturday, which is the 20th of November. It's it's strange because they were supposed to come on the 6th, but then there was some issue. Uh, then it got delayed uh, to the 13th. I mean, it actually arrived in Bangalore on the 9th or 10th. But of course, ah, our Indian customs, what a group of fantastic individuals. Uh, they didn't know what it was. And a couple of things I want to talk about, right? The first thing is there's absolutely no... Um, exemption in place for people who are importing um, assistive technology, either, you know, wheelchairs, mechanized wheelchairs, um, you know, hearing devices, um, viewing devices. And, and back even in 98, I think, 97, 98, my parents got me this thing called the uh, Aladdin Genie. Aladdin Genie, sounds cooler. Aladdin Genie. Um, the CCTV kind of set up for me to zoom text and magnify um written text and read it. And back then, they they basically made us go to customs. And I think one of the customs officers back then was really sweet and he had let us bring it in. But now, obviously, it came through DHL. DHL had to put it through the system and the system was being controlled by these customs people. They looked through it, didn't know what it was. And I obviously had uh, no point of reference with uh, the laws in place to uh, exempt duty. So phew, before I know it, it's now um, being slapped on with a 50% import duty, close to 50%, which, you know, I tried um, talking to a couple of lawyers, a couple of people to figure out. They said, as far as we know, um, there's nothing in place. In fact, I spoke to a guy called Nippon Malotra, who's an advocate and he's a, he's a disability activist in Delhi. He said, dude, as far as I know, there, there's nothing Um and then I said, okay, I'll pay the duty now. What, what, I don't want it to be stuck in customs and get damaged. Uh, that was on the 
12th of November. And then it just fucking got stuck in customs. I think they said Diwali is uh, the reason. And I called, I said, okay, let's give it a Diwali break. So I called on Monday. And ever since from Monday, which is the 16th, it just was being uh, inspected because they didn't know what it was. It went through an x-ray machine. Then they asked for more documentation, whether I paid for it. I was like, you fuckers, I just paid duty on it. Don't tell me that I didn't pay for the actual product because they may be sweet in the Hague, but they're not going to send a product without me paying for it. And uh, then they asked for the invoice, the purchase order. And then they asked for what uh, the, 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 the the package contains because it, I said it's the Envision uh, glasses, which is basically mounted on a Google um, glass frame. So it's that little plastic one-sided thing. I'm gonna sh- I was going to show it to you on the episode, but it's uh, in the cupboards it's being charged and there's some uh, things I need to get updated on it. So I wanted to actually show, show you an entire episode with it being uh, used. Uh, and I'm still getting, learning how to get it uh, functioning. So I, I, if you're interested um, and you want to find out what it looks like, how it works, I can take you through that. Just drop a comment and let me know if that's something which would interest you. If it's just one or two people, I can you know do it on a call for you. But it would be interesting, I think, for people who are non-visually impaired or non-blind who um, can see the advancement of technology. Anyway, so they saw three things. So the, 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 I'll tell you what it is. Basically, the Google thing comes with a little titanium wireframe which mounts onto it so you can actually wear it like glasses but i got these spectacles which are designed for it so i can get the lenses changed to uh, darker uh, lenses because when i'm wearing them in in, in the daytime outdoors um, the glare hurts my eyes because of my condition the, um, the, the it's really sensitive to light so those frames were the third thing which they didn't know me. Not the third, not even the, those frames. It was a titanium band. They're like, what are those three products? We only said two products. We are India. We don't allow anything more than two. When you've said two, when you ask for money, you only take exact amount. Bribe also should be correct. Like those kind of things. So then I had to get a, uh, an email sent from um, Karthik, who's the guy at Envision, co-founder. He sent it over. And then finally, um, so this is every day of talking to DHL. For I think 99% of my interactions with them were great. The guy in Bangalore Airport was superb. All the other customer support was super. But it's just that, the I don't know, man, it just pissed me off that the, 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 the situation here is they don't help people with, uh, even people who want to design and develop tech. There's not a big kind of provision in place for grants for uh, funding, uh, people have to literally go down the private space and approach uh, venture capitalists and other kinds of funders who are looking to make profits. And there's not a huge amount of profit, especially in India, because um, when you're looking at a product like this, you are looking at a huge 30 million people, or maybe more, maybe 300 million people, I don't know the exact number who are disabled, but the um, spending power isn't a lot. So you're looking at affordable tech for people and th- the problem is that there's no uh, initiative to make it more accessible in the form of funding to give these guys grants, subsidies. And what happens, I've heard, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're someone who lives in one of these countries, but like somewhere like Canada or Sweden or, or Netherlands, the the, the, the the local government or wherever you are will give a subsidy on the glasses so that covers a lot of the expense under your health care or whatever scheme you're covered by. But but here we obviously have none of that. That's fucking a dream. And they don't even have provisions and funds for companies to develop locally. So there's obviously no help here. But when someone wants to help themselves and try getting this tech into the country, uh, they don't fucking help you do that either. They, in fact, screw your balls out of it, make you pay 
one and a half times double and fortunately because i bought it directly with them i didn't have to go through a distributor because when those guys come in you know that particular margin how it goes up anyhow um i wouldn't like to say a long story short but a long week cut into this was a lot of irritation mainly um and i'm i'm a patient guy i waited from september i think august i was when i august september almost um, no no impatience i'm like okay this has to come and it has to come but i just didn't want it to be to be you know sat in a place where people who have no clue what it is are just going to be prodding at it going oh dude oh my god this looks so i think they want to help what visually impaired people all the big words and all just uh, wait one second what are 3000 tons of gold other please let it go let it go politicians imported cars let it go let it go no problem but this fucking piece of tech i am going to look at it and going to fucking give people a hard time so that's what my last week was and i was a little stressed and a little irritated and a little bothered by the whole thing so i didn't want to come on this uh, uh podcast and be all fucking i mean i i'd like to be ranty and a little angry but i wasn't even in the mood to rant i was just like and um strangely enough i don't know if that's what led to it but that led to me having a little more than i should um on a on, on alcohol like every evening a few more glasses than i should of wine or beer you know depends i don't know and that resulted like a massive panic attack on sunday morning i woke up and i was like i think i'm having a heart attack and i was like nah and i that was at 5 o'clock and i'm like nah you're too young and you're you're pretty fit you've been working out and then you know my beautiful mind that's my beautiful mind started throwing all these things like but that man who was 70 and he was really fit he died in his sleep and usually heart attacks happen at 4:35 i remember this one's father his stroke hit him at 4 and next thing i know i'm fucking um hyperventilating which i didn't know till later and i wake up wake up my wife i'm like i think i'm having a heart attack and very politely i'm like uh nibs i think i'm dying and she's like huh just try to take a deep breath and i'm like yeah it's <laughs> right um so i ended up going to the er um and it was empty fortunately because it was at like 6 o'clock in the morning and there were no cases fortunately so they just uh, strapped me in and i was like oh god I, and before going there i'm just like okay should i i, I don't want to run in my night clothes so i bought track pants i mean this this is fucking stupid right You're, at one point going i'm having i think i'm having a heart attack other point going i i shouldn't be seen in this in case something happens to me and um, so went there <laughs> And I, like so it got so bad like my entire arm and left part of my chest went cold my fingers started like going numb my mouth and my lips were cold my feet started like shivering my my entire body started shaking and i was just like and they were going to do anything like this again if you just let me get through this kind of thing and uh, go there they put me on the bed they strap on like the blood pressure machine monitor they slap on the oxygen meter they slap on the ecg machine a fucking ecg machine had broken one of the clamps so it never got the right reading and i am i dying am i dying am i dying and i had to wear the mask on the whole time because of course it's covid and and i was just like and they, and they, i think they they knew or they didn't know but they did everything and then the doctor came and he's like have you tried the brown paper bag technique i'm like excuse me i'm dying over here what is the brown paper bag have to do with this and then he's looked at the report he's like ecg is fine your blood pressure is perfect your oxygen levels 100% saturation um you he basically in his head was going why the fuck are you wasting my time he said the brown paper bag technique and he just walked off and i was like what is the brown paper bag technique um 
and then they did a thing called the cardi like uh, what's it called the cardiac enzymes test so they took blood to make sure that the enzyme there's certain enzymes the heart releases when it's going through distress or a heart attack and though that report took half an hour came back um negative in that meanwhile uh, in, in that 30 minute time i just took a nap uh, basically i freaked out had a panic attack as a result of hyperventilation and apparently what happens when you hyperventilate uh, your carbon dioxide level in the blood goes down and as a result something happens the ph level in the blood goes up and that's when even the oxygen level drops and you start basically uh running um you 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 short of breath it has all the symptoms of a heart attack um you get nausea shivering tingling numbness and I was like oh all these symptoms if only i'd had the presence of mind at 5:30 in the morning when i thought i was dying on having a heart attack to go on google and say what is hyperventilation brown paper bag technique didn't do it so essentially woke up on a sunday and uh, went to the er to take a nap that's that's the episode with which sounds crazy but I, trust me man that that 30 minutes felt like oh i wouldn't like to say my life flashed in front of me it just to sound dramatic but it was pretty damn fucking scary if you've been through one of those hyperventilation things um it's a pretty damn scary experience so i hope none of you do go through it at least if you do i hope you know how to address it the brown paper bag technique um check it out properly because don't listen to me and then do it wrong and end up going fucking carbon dioxide poisoning but apparently it really helps because it balances out you breathe in your own air the carbon dioxide it levels out the system levels out the levels in the blood so it helps you and apparently it's quite effective but of course if you've done it i know you probably understand what i'm talking about if you haven't don't listen to just google talk to your doctor who i spoke to last evening my cousin who's a doctor and she said it helps and she gave me a few tips but um it's horrible if you you know what i'm talking about if you've been through it if you haven't i really hope you never uh unless there are a few people out there now no i hope no one goes through it but my wife was fantastic too she was just so calm and i'm pretty sure in her head she's like oh god he does this he fucking drinks too much and then he has this episode but uh i'm okay so i thought i'll just do this episode let you all know uh that i'm perfectly fine i'm just getting an entire blood work done to make sure that i'm fine so my mind doesn't have a, a fertile playground to go all over the place um so i am actually going for a week with my wife uh, on sunday for just a little break but i will be doing another episode from there so i can share my uh, um break with you because i enjoy doing this it's not like i'm like oh i have to do this episode for the people watching no i really enjoy it and if you come to listen and watch it just makes my life a lot more um the feeling is a lot more fulfilling so let let's put it that way so um i appreciate you guys for watching it and for listening and i do this as much for me and as much for you uh so it's great and i appreciate everything and i just wanted to share the story i will be back on another episode i wanted to talk about the customs thing which is annoying and about my sunday morning nap at the er so do let me know if you had an experience like this and i hope if you're dealing with something like anxiety and panic attacks i hope you have a healthy way of coping with it and do get um you know an objective person like a mental health expert or a therapist to talk to you about it i've been going through it for the past 4 years um semi different forms of anxiety a few panic attacks not too many uh, but the ones which have been um have been bad and they're not something i'll forget about anytime soon so I'm not an expert. If you need help, uh do find someone and if you need any resources, ask me. 
Uh, we will stay in touch and I hope you're healthy and safe and non-panicky and non-anxious. So take care of yourselves, man, uh, women, uh, boys. I, I, I don't know who's watching this, but whoever you are, you know who you are. Take care. Till next time, goodbye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.